This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino, and this is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Listen, because I just shared this and I shared it on Facebook, so let's start this out the gate. For the first 10 minutes of this show, if you are a, are a fan of LSU, if you've ever been a fan of LSU, you're going to want to stop and listen to the next 10 minutes after we do the opening sponsorship from our great, great sponsors. You're going to want to wait because Rafino's Ranch is about to go on a level that we have never gone before. You thought that I was upset Saturday after the game? You thought I was upset? You're going to see upset and you're going to see probably the best Rafino's Ranch you've ever seen in your life. Okay, guys, we will get to all of the comments, but before we get started, because I do want to get to this Rafino's rant, because I feel like it's going to be very long-winded, we got to get over to my good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, truck repair, any routine maintenance, tire repair, tire replacement, and or tire sales. No job is too big or too small at GM. 2500 Florida Boulevard, Denham Springs, Louisiana. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. And if that, for, if that car is just not working right, go see the number one four car salesman in all of the state of Louisiana, Mr. Woody Clark over at Robinson Brothers Ford. To see all of his great inventory, go to RobinsonBrothersFord.com. That's RobinsonBrothersFord.com. All you got to do is ask for Woody. 225-603-5432. That's 225-603. 603-5432 and tell Blake Rafino sent you by. Um, we're getting a little bit of breaking news. A little bit, I think. Um, I think. So we're going to monitor this. Stephen Miller, if you're in here, I need you to do me a favor and let me know if that news that we just got is a little, how valid uh, that is. But we will we will maintain. We will maintain if, if it is or if it is not. However, Every LSU fan, get ready. Every LSU fan, get ready. So I'm going to come up with a couple, maybe a little positive. A little positive. Jeff in the borough, I see that you called twice. Give me a minute. Give me a minute, Jeff. And we are going to get to the comments. 
But let me say this right now and off the gate. And I don't really care who in the hell it hurts and who in the hell thinks that this is okay. There is absolutely no reason, no reason whatsoever that this goes on at LSU. You are freaking LSU. In the last 20 years, you've gone to three national titles. You went to a fourth. So what you lost? You're number two in the country. Number two in the country in the last 20 years in national titles. Number two behind Alabama with three. You're number two and getting to them at four. But let me say this. And to everybody listening to us on the podcast tomorrow morning or tomorrow during the day, if you're okay with Ed Orsron making excuses, if you're okay with him making excuses for Ensminger, for Bo Pelini, for anybody on that coaching staff, then you need to reevaluate what you're doing as a fan. Because it's not acceptable. Not now, not ever. So much money has been invested inside of LSU to make it the best. Wait for it. You wait. You ready for it? One of the most elite programs in college football. But yet, you want to come at me and tell me, but Blake, but Blake, they had a whole bunch of players leave, opt out for COVID, go in the NFL, they had coordinators leave. So what? You know where the, okay, if you want to make that argument, that's fine. But if, as Ed Orsron and this staff, you should have known that this was a possibility that could happen. When JT Daniels, the now starting quarterback at the University of Georgia, said that he is transferring from USC and that he is on the open market and that you're going to run a starting quarterback after Joe Burrow with all the success that you have had in the transfer portal with transfer quarterbacks, you can trash Danny Etling, that's fine. You can't trash Joe Burrow. Miles Brennan has never been healthy. And now you want to put it on two true freshmen to lead you. Guys, Alabama could have scored 50, 60, 70. Hell, they could have scored 80 plus, and they didn't. I've made excuse after excuse after excuse to say that they're getting better. But they're not. And let me tell you this. Ed Orsron came out today. And look, I, I don't have a beef with Ed Orsron. I don't have, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting here saying that I hate Ed Orsron. That's not the case. But somebody's got to call somebody out. Ed Orsron coming out today and saying to every LSU fan that them scoring 17 points against Alabama is impressive is the biggest joke that I have ever seen in my entire life or ever heard from a coach. You scored 17 points and you said it's impressive? I don't give two Rudy Poos that they're the number one team in the country because Ole Miss scored a hell of a lot on them. Don't have as much talent as you do. Texas A&M scored some points on them. Don't have as much points as, or talent as you do. But yet, it's excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. And yet, you come on my Twitter mentions and you say, well, Blake, you got to start being realistic. Every, you want to talk about realistic? 
Les Miles and all of his badness and everything bad that he did outside that last year, he consistently won the games that he was supposed to. He didn't get beat by Missouri until the end. He didn't get beat by Mississippi State other than once. And you want to talk about quarterback play? You want to talk about all the talent that's on the field right now? Les didn't have that at quarterback. Jeff in the borough, I know that you're watching. We're not taking calls at at the open. So guys, give me a minute and we'll take your calls. But if you want to sit here and you want to preach to me that this is okay at LSU, then you need to reevaluate everything that you know about football. Because if you want to be an elite program, number one, you have to act like an elite program. Nick Saban, in his opening statement from to CBS at the end of the game, he said that we win with class. Shot it at Orgeron. Players are going to be transferring. More than likely. That's on Ed Orgeron. Hey, Ed, if you wanted to double Devontae Smith... You can tell Bo Pelini to put two people on Devontae Smith. Stop playing the blame game. You want Derek Stingley on Devontae Smith? You don't want Devontae Smith from Amy, Louisiana, putting up damn near 300 yards? He could have gone for 500 up on your ass. Take the bull by the horns and act like a head coach and get out of here. Eric Gilbert, from what it looks like, Eric Gilbert's about to transfer. I don't know how realistic that is because we're in the show. But if you hear the da-ding, 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 that's everybody coming into my mention saying Eric Gilbert is homesick and he's going back to Georgia. Yeah, the wheels aren't falling off at all. But you want to blame Bo Pelini. You want to blame Steve Insminger. No, dog. No, Hoss. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. So the next time you want to come and make excuses, you better start making excuses for your damn self and start put playing the blame game. Because when you do this right here, more fingers are pointing back at your assholes. I see all the comments. I see all the comments. It is never acceptable to say that it is impressive in today's day and age to score 17 points. I did not listen to Ed Orgeron after that. Refused to. I absolutely refuse to listen to that. We got a coach better? Big dog. Listen, players. Because I know that a couple of you watch the show. And I can see on Periscope and Instagram and all that stuff when you watch the show. And it's cool. I appreciate the support. I'm behind you guys 110%. You have to stop acting like the season is over and that you don't have something else to play for. Because guess what? When scouts pop in the film and scouts call people and scouts send me a text saying, what the hell's going on with Derek Stingley? Why in the hell is Devontae Smith being covered by Cardell Flott? Why did Devontae Smith uh, cover Devontae, uh, 
Devontae Smith, why did Derek Stingley cover Devontae Smith in the second half and not in the first? Why is your offensive line absolutely abysmal? Why did your defensive line get pushed around when they have two seniors inside the interior line? Why can't you find a linebacker? Oh, and by the way, Christian Harris and Dylan Moses, the two inside linebackers, are from the state of Louisiana. Three of the top five tacklers for Alabama come from the state of Louisiana that you could not go and get. You want the answers to all of that? Start acting accountable because you've had really bad coaches and you've had really bad coaching at LSU. Clock management with uh, less miles. Toss dive, toss dive, quick slant, can't complete it. Ed Orgeron, we're seeing it now. And I get what he did last year. But the truth of it is, outside of Joe Brady and the one year with Matt Canada, when you actually pulled the play calls from him, Matt Canada is sitting his happy ass up there in Pittsburgh, undefeated in the NFL, helping them call plays. But it's on, no, but it's Matt Canada though, right? It was Matt Canada, right? Like, so we're just going to sit here and act like all of this was Matt Canada and Ed Orgeron had nothing to do with it. Don't care what happened. Don't care if they got in a hissy fit. Don't care if they fought. Don't care if they love each other now. Doesn't matter to me one bit. Because at the end of the day, at the very, very end of the day, my loyalty is not to a coach. My loyalty is not to a player. My loyalty is to no one outside of my wife, my Lord, and LSU football. And that is it. First comment of the night. Husker Barker says, first timer, love the pastor as a Husky fan. I love Bo Pelini and had no clue why he's so bad. Well, I appreciate it. And this doesn't, this normally doesn't happen. This normally does not happen. Maybe we'll go on a rant here and there, but who's transferring now? I don't know. And I'm trying to look it up, Cedric, but I don't know. But I keep getting message after message after message while I'm sitting here on the show that I'm not able to go out there and look. And it looks like Eric Gilbert might be homesick and he's leaving. And we want to be honest. That's on you, Ed. That's on you. You're going to act. Look, and let me tell you something else. And I forgot to put this in my notes, but I've been thinking it. And Vic brings up a good point. This is not the Pete Carroll era. Thank you. Bo Pelini has not coached in the SEC in a very long time. I had a lot of hope for him, but why in the hell, in the Sam hell, are you calling Pete Carroll, who's not been in college since the early 2000s, who you should call and be a coordinator in college football SEC? By the way, Pete Carroll isn't the best coach ever either. I know he's your mentor, but he threw the ball on second and goal when you had Marshawn Lynch and he lost the Super Bowl. Well, Blakey got there, and I get it. But people left uh, Pete Carroll. Richard Sherman's not there anymore. Cam Chancellor's not there anymore. Or Thomas isn't there anymore. The Legion of Boom is gone. It is probably the worst thing outside of the three games with Les Miles, who was actually only two and two, that we've seen since 1999 by the guy by the name of Nick Saban. And listen, that's all on the field stuff that we're talking about. What about all the stuff that's going on off the field? 
Because, quite frankly, every single week it seems as if the LSU has something else piling up on their ass. You got recruiting restrictions. You got stuff that you didn't take care of when you were inside the program that you should have taken care of more than likely. Blaine, uh, who said that? Bring back Joe Brady. Joe Brady ain't coming back, dog, unless you hire him. Jeff in the borough, you call again, dog, I'm blocking you. I told you to hold up. Stephen Miller says, damn, if Gilbert transfers, 100% house cleaning needs to happen. You want Ed Orgeron when your best players are leaving? Look, this isn't a shot at Ed Orgeron. And can he fix it? I don't know. Do I hope, do I pray to God that he can fix it? Absolutely. But where does LSU go from here? You're you're a 24-point underdog, probably going to be a 27-point underdog when you kick off in, uh, in Gainesville in a couple of days. Blake is worked up. Blaine, with all due respect, and I don't mean this in a wrong way, so should you. And so should every LSU fan who has ever won LSU gear. You should be fired up too because this is unacceptable. By the way, Alabama was not stopped in the first half. Like I talked about on Saturday on the postgame show. You could not stop them. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I don't agree with Ed in anything he said over the last couple of days. I couldn't listen to him today. I listened to his postgame show on Saturday saying that, again, that you couldn't run the football with outside of sack yardage from T.J. Finley. You ran for 100 yards and 5 yards per carry. What in the Sam hell are you looking at? Better give me a cease and desist. But if you're too soft to do that for me to talk LSU and and show this passion, then you have another thing coming because I'll fight it to the very end. Jacob says Urban Meyer or Hugh Freeze needs to be our next head guy. I don't know if Urban's coming back and Hugh Freeze probably is not allowed in in back in the SEC, but Jacob, I get where you're coming from. It is unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. It is unacceptable. If you are okay with getting your ass beat, then don't, then what are you, what, oh, Blake, it's okay. We lost so many people. And Miles, again, the biggest thing for me in this offseason, the biggest thing, if you want to talk about true freshmen, true freshman quarterbacks, well, Miles Brennan, if I, if I hear or see the comment, well, Miles Brennan, if Miles Brennan, if, 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 what if, woulda, coulda, shoulda. We have to start living in the real world. The real world is, is Miles Brennan's not here, and at times he's never been for an entire year fully acceptable to LSU to go out there and play a football game. Every year it's something different. I'm not saying to get off of less uh, to, uh, of Miles Brennan. I'm not saying to cut him. I'm not telling him to look elsewhere. I'm not saying that. But you should have known that because we all knew it. Well, I want to see what Miles can do. You remember all the people... We're saying all offseason, man, I really wish, I really am looking forward to seeing what Miles Brennan can do. Well, you saw it. And regardless of the stats that he was putting up in the first half, which, by the way, Ed talked about again Saturday about the stats and the points that LSU was putting up with Miles Brennan. But Big Daddy, he's not here to save you. Don't put all your chips in one player, Big Daddy. 
don't do it. Everyone join the show. I greatly appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the like and hit the share. Cedric says, I know a kid on Bama team that said he wanted to play with LSU, and it was his dream, but he said that Coach O and them didn't seem like they wanted him. Well, look at the bad stuff that Ed Orgeron's done in the past. Guys, he's processing guys out a week before recruiting, a week before signing day, and kids are getting processed out that have been committed to LSU for weeks. I mean, not weeks, for months. Months and months on end, and they're getting processed out. But you're okay with that, though, aren't you? You're completely fine with that. Well, Blake, we want the best players to come to LSU. So should you cut them loose a week before signing day? You want to be that program? Because let me tell you something. Players talk. Recruits talk. And if you think for one iota and one second that recruits aren't talking about what's going on right now, you have another thing coming. And don't tell me that LSU being 3-5 and five right now does not impact recruiting. It impacts recruiting. I don't care how good of a recruiter anybody is on the LSU staff. Look at the pictures. Look at the facts. Look at everything that's going inside of LSU right now. Right now, look at it. You have DBs and Derek Stingley who doesn't know how to line up and man-to-man coverage. And we want to talk about Bo Pelini, and I get that, and that's fine. Completely fine to talk about the bad stuff that Bo Pelini has done. But at the end of the day, when they can't line up and man-to-man coverage across the board and have no idea who to cover when a man is right and cross in front of them, then what do you expect? Guys, this is day one install stuff. Day one high school install stuff. You mean to tell me that those kids that are playing on defense didn't run man coverage across the board? You mean to tell me that Derek Stingley didn't go man-to-man when he was at Dunham? You mean to tell me that Cardell Flott didn't do the same? The only passion that you've had in the whole DB room has been Eli Ricks, and you haven't even played him. You have two senior uh, safeties that don't know how to tackle. But it's okay. There are guys... Excuse me, but I'm fed up. I'm completely fed up. And through eight games, I never thought. I was out there beating the drum that LSU's floor was 7-3. and three. Beating the drum. I, was, I thought it was a realistic pick. I thought it was realistic that LSU could do that. But they couldn't. But they couldn't. T'Challa says what he said. Okay, we're not putting that on the thing. Arn Key said it. Well, there you go. Vic says, Blake, a big-time person, also stated Bo Pelini leaves the office early and arrives late, and Coach O doesn't like, but he hired him. Yeah, and listen, y'all want to know some y'all want to know some stuff that what's going on? You want to know some stuff? through the grapevine from multiple people telling me not just one, but multiple people that don't even have connections to one another are telling me that Bo, that Ed is telling uh, uh, boosters that, uh, that Bo Pelini was forced on him. You can't use the same excuse that you made with Matt Canada and Joe Oliva. Big daddy, that does not work anymore. Stop pointing the finger at everything and take some ownership. Hey, Bo Pelini's not calling it a good, a good defense. Take it from him. 
Call it your damn self. But if you're going to sit here and tell me that you think it's acceptable for Devontae Smith to do what he did in the first half, you have another thing coming. And I hope that every LSU fan across the planet sees this. Billy says we all fed up. You're damn right, Billy. We're all fed up. Because this isn't LSU. Oh, and it just, just so happens, hey guys, guess what? We have to actually recruit players that are on our team now. When has that ever not been a thing? Matt Gidry says LSU is a dumpster fire and needs to right the ship starting now. I wonder what, what Scott Woodward, when he would step in. He, he better be stepping in now. He better be going to getting funds to get Bo Pelini out or Steve Ensminger or whoever. Hell, I don't think he can get the funds to go get Ed out right now after giving him the extension he just did. And Scott Woodward's out there probably saying that, well, I'm going to leave that one alone. Darren says, Smith bent us over backwards. That stuff was embarrassing. You're damn right it was embarrassing. Blaine, that's what's up. The old Miss Coach O is back. Looked like it on Saturday, didn't it? Looked like it on Saturday. And I don't really mind that Ed Orgeron lost his absolute bananas on the sideline. But it's a little bit too late now. It's a little bit too late. Joseph says, we all start losing recruits and more opt-outs because of this. O may have to go. Wouldn't this O not have to go now? But, I mean, look, guys, I've been sitting up here for 27 minutes ranting my ass off in reference to it is not acceptable. Coach, I didn't print your your sign, but I lost a bet, and for the next couple of – or for the next week, I had to have an Alabama sign right here. I didn't forget about it. But I guess it's okay because we're LSU and we'll bounce back. Says who? You're acting like this is a foregone conclusion that LSU is just going to come back next year and bounce back because they'll have more guys on the team. He says, Coach Garrett says it's a good sign. Well, Coach, with all due respect, it probably is. But LSU has one you y'all hey, this is gonna be the slogan of the night. You ready for it? One team, no heartbeat. Let me say that again. You went from one team, one heartbeat, not just in 2019. You had that in 18. You had that in 17. And why the game against Troy and you getting beat constantly comes up, I have no idea. But the next week you went to Florida and won. But right now, you're one team and no heartbeat. I'm calling for a player to stand up. I've been calling for players to stand up. Derek Stingley, move Eli Ricks across the field. Move Cardell Flood across the field and say, uh, Devontae Smith, you're mine. Because last year, you got embarrassed. And you didn't see that. You start having players do, like, do that like you saw Joe Burrow last year do. And years before that in 2018... Guess what? Guys start getting bought in. Hey, you know what? If I don't go do this extra rep, Joe Burrow is going to be all over my ass. You don't have that right now. All right. So I guess that covers the first two topics. The Alabama recap. Where does LSU go from here? 
I guess the only thing I would say, the only thing I would say is the good thing that's coming from all of this, the good probably is Ed Orgeron and this staff, there's going to have to be change-up. It's the only good thing that came from Saturday. Well, the game reps meant a lot too. But if the game reps meant a whole lot, it would have mattered much more throughout the season. Guys, you've had eight. Don't, and, and here's another thing, and then we'll go on to the next topic and keep talking. I'll get to some of your comments more consistently. But why are they still having the same damn problems through eight weeks? How do, uh, It is, ladies and gentlemen, it is mind-blowing to me. Absolutely mind-blowing to me. That you don't, you just don't know how to line up in man-to-man coverage. I have never in my life seen a college team at LSU's caliber with LSU's talent go through something like that. Never. Nick Saban would have lost his ever-living mind. Nick Saban loses his mind when the second-string guys jump off sides, and I see a lot of people too on Twitter. Calling for Max Johnson. Max Johnson was in with the first team, and he was going up against Alabama's second team defense. At least, for sure, Alabama's second team front seven. And he generated three points. So you mean to tell me that in all of that, T.J. Finley got you 14 points, Max Johnson got you three. Let's go get Max Johnson now, right? Because that's going to fix everything. And you want to put that on the shoulders of a true freshman? Man, oh man. <laughs> Husker, every time I see your your you you comment, my friend, every time I see that, this is not how normally this show goes. But however, tonight we have been fed up and Rafino's rants is back. Let's get to a couple of you know what? Before we get to a couple more comments, before we get to and I'll get we'll just do a section of getting to you guys' comments. Before we get to there, guys, you gotta go see my good friend Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending. Guys, with all the help from the Federal Reserve, it has pushed mortgage rates down to the lowest that they've ever been. Yes, the lowest ever. If you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Tell them Blake Rafino sent you by. And if you're going to do that and you're looking for a new home, the number one real estate firm in all the North Shore, your home team. Go to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. And tell them Blake Rafino sent you on by. All right, I'm going to get to as much of these comments now as we can. Uh, LSU will not win next year. Well, I'm sure they'll win a game. But when LSU got their schedule got restructured, that's from Cade on Facebook Live, when their, when their schedule got restructured, LSU was be- beating the table. Dog, we got Vandy. Dog, we got Ole Miss. Uh, uh, we got Missouri. What would have happened if you would have gotten Georgia? What would have happened? Hell, if we're going to be a little honest here, what would have happened? Jeff in the borough has been calling, even though I asked him not to. What would have happened if you would have gotten Kentucky? Husker says on Twitter, Pelini coaching like Greg Williams, almost like he wants a buyout. (laughs) Um... Husker, you might not be too far off there, my friend. Um, Brandon says, the X and O never changed this year. Nope. Uh, what's up, Ryan? 
Let's get to a couple of these comments about LSU. Cedric says, just imagine if Saban hadn't never left LSU. Well, since I'm fired up, let's just call it what it is. If Nick Saban can keep his hands to himself, he might still be at LSU. And for all the Alabama fans who don't understand what this rivalry means to Louisiana and LSU, check yourself. If Nick Saban would go to the NFL right now and come back and, and come to LSU, you would lose your absolute mind. You would petition outside the SEC office. Hell, if Bear Bryant would have done that, you would have done the same. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, Brandy Blake says, is our dude John still doing free appraisals? He is. He is, Brandy. You can give him a call today. 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Blaine Smith says, oh, looks like he's a deer in headlights this year. Shocked and clueless. Yeah, he's shocked and clueless. Another one, somebody else says uh, Blaine on Facebook Live. Blaine Duzay? Duzay? How do I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, bro. He says 3-9 and nine next year. It's not a lot of confidence. Uh, where is the Bama sign, Blake? I was talking to Coach Chris Garrett today. We're going to get it up there. I might have to print one out and just put it up there, but we'll get it. We'll get it. I'm a man of my word. We will, <laughs> I'm a man of my word. We'll put it up there. Uh, y'all just remember that's a $450 savings on your mortgage for Mr. John Patton. That's absolutely correct. Uh, Heard Joe Brady says Sam Bacon was looking at houses. Where? Not in Columbia, Missouri. He's not. Ain't no, ain't no way Joe Brady's going to take a million, uh, one, a million dollar, $1.5 million pay cut to come back to college. Sam, it ain't going to happen. Maybe he might be looking uh, at houses. Hopefully he's looking at houses in Baton Rouge. Hell, you know what? Open invitation. Joe Brady, you can come live at the Rafino household for free. And you'll get fed every night. That's my contribution to LSU, praying to God that he comes back. And you know what? If Ed's not there, oh, well, you can take the head job. Let's see. Anderson98 says, are there any good D.C. candidates out there to replace Polini with? Yeah, there's always good candidates. Always good candidates you can go get, uh, Andre. Uh, Marvin says, forget that Bama sign. Well, I know that. I know that. Forget that Bama sign. But at the end of the day, I'm a man of my word, and I lost a bet saying that LSU, in the beginning of the season, before I saw, saw him take a snap, that LSU would beat Alabama again and that this would be the end of Nick Saban because I was drinking the official bourbon whiskey of AYS, the Ragged Branch. Never again, though. As long as Nick Saban's at Alabama, I'm not making that bet unless Joe Burrow walks through that door again or his or his clone Bo Joro. Maybe we can go get a, a quarterback that looks exactly like Joe Burrow and name him Bo Jero after his ACL. Need to check on Eric Rumors question mark God if it's true. Yeah, look guys, when it when I have a lot of people sending me messages every time you hear the ding 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 ding. Want to know what it's so? Because uh, uh, I know a lot of you send me messages and I don't get to them right away. But it, you can hear, at least I, I think you can hear the ding. I'm not sure. But if you can hear it, bing, 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 bing in the beginning of the show, that's all to the fact that people are asking me about Eric Gilbert. So I'll dig in that, uh, uh, dig in that and find, try to find out if uh, Eric Gilbert is transferring from LSU. Uh, Dakota says Alabama fans would have just switched teams, probably. Probably. Husker says send some of those four and five stars to Lincoln. I'm th- I'm guessing he's talking about Nebraska. 
Thank you for the kicker, Connor Culp. But we need players. Yeah. Well, hell, we got them, but they can't play. I mean, hell, Nebraska doesn't have them, and y'all have just about the same amount of record that we do. So, Sam Bacon asks, can Joe Brady buy your house, Blake Rafino? Not only can he buy my house, we will list it with your home team, and then he can go get a mortgage from Mr. John Patton. Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe Brady's welcome to buy my house. Bo Jaro says Mike Bazile, our financial, our official financial advisor of AYS. Brandon says, Blake, I know you're uh, you're fired up. At least Sunday was good for the Saints. Thank God. Yeah, I, look, Taysom's got to clean up. I'm fired up because I'm just tired of the BS, Brandon. I'm kind, you know, I'm starting to settle down now. Mellow Blake is back, um, but Taysom's got to stop fumbling the football. Talking about the Saints, that game should have nowhere been close to being what it was. Not even a chance. Uh, Brian Allen asks, how do you think this will affect recruiting? Brian, I think it will. I mean, look, if you got a Eric Arik Gilbert, you have Tristan Lee that's out there who looks like he's not coming to LSU. Corey Foreman's on the table. He looks like he's not coming to LSU. You have a five-star defensive tackle in Mason Smith. What is he going to do? We'll have to wait and see. But I completely believe, Brandon, that, or I mean, Brandon, Brian, that recruiting is about to be affected. You better pray to God that they hold on in recruiting and that you better be glad that it is in, what, eight days, nine days that recruiting's in? The first opening signing period? So, Blaine says that center for Alabama should have been flagged, not supposed to do these sudden animated movements to draw off sides. Maybe. But but Blaine that wouldn't have that wouldn't have done nothing. The last time Landon Dickerson went up against LSU, you were standing on the fifty yard line of a school that he goes to and you were saying, Roll tie what bleep you well that was in the locker room. But you were saying Ed Orgeron was saying, We're gonna beat your butt in recruiting and we're gonna beat their butt on the field. Well that's not happening right now because you got absolutely obliterated by Alabama. Uh, Ty needs some Velcro from Santa. Ty needs some Velcro. What you what you talking about, Jamie? Jacob says we got talent, but we are seemingly back and to not developing that talent. Also, we should have never let Munoz leave. That's George Munoz who went to Baylor. He should have been our OC more than likely, or he should have been in the role that Joe Brady was in. He should have been your passing game coordinator. Why you let that man leave is beyond me. For Scott Linehan. Oh, my God. And in all of that rant, I didn't even bring up Scott Linehan. You're bringing your buddies in to come and coach. I didn't want this to be a a, a full LSU show. I wanted to get to some Saints, but it's looking like we're going to have to do that because the fact that this is chaos. James Washington says, I'm debating whether I want to watch the game Saturday. Well, let me tell you this for all of you LSU fans. Watch. Watch the game because it's your school. Again, like I made in the opening stanza or opening segment, your loyalty is not to Ed Orgeron. It's not to any individual player. It's not to but three things, and if you're married, if you're not married, one of them gets go- is out. To your God and to your family. Or, and to, I guess three, I guess you could go three. And to LSU football. I mean, that's how I do it. 
Uh, the basketball team looks promising also, says Dakota on YouTube. Yeah. Hey, maybe we got some good things to worry to, to look forward to. And baseball, too. Not from the football team, though. Especially not from the football team. That's not something to look forward to. Not right now. Defensive leader, quote unquote. Okay, who's the defensive leader? Oh, does Jacoby Stevens? I'm oh, sorry, I missed your earlier comment. He says, "Does Jacoby season Jacoby Stevens have an unnecessary roughness penalty every game this year? Uh, this year, no, he doesn't. I don't remember. I don't remember him having one in every game. Did they still hit him with? Un- I thought that flag got picked up. The one that he got for the targeting. I'm pretty sure that flag got picked up." He says, need that hat. Yeah, we got some new stuff coming soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully we do. But we'll, we'll have to see. Where is Minos now? Burrow loved him. Yeah, he's at Baylor. He's at Baylor. Brandon says, plus I'm tired of hearing about our offensive coordinator. He is ancient. Look, I think he did as much as he can with what he knew and how he could do it. Look, I don't have a problem with Steve Ensminger. I'm not putting this on Steve. At the end of the day, guy, like, look. I'm the CEO and founder of RU Series Sports and RU Series Sports Network. If we have a guy that comes on RU Series Sports that's absolutely trash saying some crazy stuff, do I put that on that individual or do I put that on me? Because <laughs> I know what's going to happen. You're going to put that on me as much as you should. So it does look like that Arik Gilbert is leaving LSU. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You want to talk about the sky falling? You want to talk about the sky falling? There you go. The sky is falling. And Arik Gilbert, your best, one of you, probably your most talented individual on, on offense is leaving, apparently. Way to go. Cade says he can go then. Well, you know what, Cade? Honestly, honestly, do you blame him? I mean, he's not the first. We better start attacking everybody then. Hell, if... if, 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 if. (laughs) I mean, I'm done. I mean, I'm not going on record and saying this because, again, I can't go call people and text people while I'm doing the show to figure it, figure some stuff out. But you best damn bo- better believe. Oh, yeah. He did hit players out of bounds. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. It seems like he does that every week. You're right. You're right. Kate, oh, loving that contract and that hot girlfriend. She's probably wearing that championship ring. But why we put, listen, I don't understand why y'all putting so much on her. (laughs) She didn't, she ain't causing this. She ain't causing for Ed Orgeron to hire Scott Linehan. I mean, Kate, you know I don't mean that in the wrong way, but that ain't on her. That man's got a job to do. At some point, we got to stop pointing fingers at everybody else and start pointing the finger back where it needs to be pointed. James Washington says probably more people We'll be leaving. I would I would imagine so. Ship has sunk. Looking that way. Darren Jackson said, I saw it in his body language. That was when he checked out Saturday. Where is this Eric reports? Asked Derek. I don't know, but these people are messaging me ever since we started the show. I, let me look at Facebook. Okay, on Twitter, I have 18 messages on Twitter. 
I have 42 messages that unread messages on uh, Facebook. Let's go to email. And four unread emails. One of them are about Arik Gilbert. So that should tell you. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to get to some Saints and we're going to get out of here because we're going about 45 minutes. Taysom Hill needs to stop fumbling the football. That's number one. Number one, Taysom has to stop fumbling the football. There's no question about that. That game was a uh, that game in and of itself was a lot closer. But look, I said, look, if you guys have followed me from the very beginning, from episode one, I said that I thought that this Saints defense would be number one in the league or at least top five. And damn, they're number one in the league right now. They generate pass rush. They have great linebackers in Demario Davis and Quan Alexander. And really, when you have Marcus Williams doing what he did on Sunday, hit, hitting the guy on a little wheel route, on a rail route, and j- drawing the ball loose, hey, man, I can't say nothing. Nothing but applause. Nothing but applause for Dennis Allen whatsoever. Big kudos to you. Uh, I love our defense. The Saints finally have a great defense. I know, Brandon. Ain't that the truth, man? Ain't that the truth? And look, I don't really know. The secondary at times can be shaky. They can be shaky. But at the end of the day, man, at the very, very end of the day, you still have the number one defense and total defense in the NFL. That's extremely impressive. Now, they're going to have a big test. In a couple of days, when Kansas or a couple of weeks, whenever it is, it might. No, it's not this week, or is it? I don't remember. I'm drawing a blank. But when they go up against Kansas City, they're going to have a really big test, a very, very big test. But guys, of two of the three opponents that you have in your own division in the NFC South, you swept two of them. You swept Tampa and you swept Atlanta. You got one more with Carolina, and if you sweep them, good heavens to Betsy. And look, as much as Sean Payton blocked me on Twitter, that's fine and I get it. Not really because I didn't do anything. I mean, it's not like I mentioned the man. But you got to give Sean Pay- Payton credit. He's 8 and 0, guys. 8 and 0. Very impressive without Drew Brees in the last two seasons. Extremely extremely impressive. Jacob says Eagles. Ne- yeah, that's right. Eagles next week. Oh god. <laughs> that's another W. God, they're so bad. They finally put in Jalen Hurts. And Jalen went out there and started ripping that thing. Husker says, glad I watched. Great show and will follow. But as a Vikings fan, need to leave when the Saints talk. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I love always getting new new followers. Always love that. And by the way, you're welcome for Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Uh, David says, these kids were told that we were going to sling it and open it up, the offense, and wa- and fun to watch. Well, we have not seen that in the last five games. No, we have not. He is a hell of a better coach than O. Me and Sean Payton says Brandon on Facebook Live. Yeah, he is. Man, he is a mastermind. You got to limit the turnovers. Taysom Hill has a fumbling problem. Uh, you got to work with him on that. But he kind of is what he is, I feel like, at this point. But that game should have been 40 to 16, not 21 to 16. Oh, no bueno. Yep, no bueno. All right, guys, well, we're going to get out of here. We will have Gator Dave on tomorrow to talk some Florida Gators 
and we'll probably go around the SEC. But until then, guys, my name is Blake Rafino, and this is RU Series Sports. Have a good night. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.